so today I wanted to talk about young buyers. I had a great transaction with three young men that were 24 and 25 years old. And they were living in an apartment in Tampa. We didn't introduce ourselves. Hello there. I'm Julie Jones with Remax Metro. And I'm David Van with Remax Metro. And this is Real Property St. Pete. The podcast. So very exciting to be back again. Um, you know, I think we're up to about 15 episodes. I understand that if you make it past 10 episodes, you do better than 97% of the people who put out a podcast. Well, I'm so proud of us. I know we're doing great. We've had uh, close to 300 downloads, so I don't know how many subscriptions we have, but we're looking forward to hearing from our producer, Amber Hurley, Von Schassen, and she's going to help us know how we're doing. That's a great question, David. I will check the statistics. Well, we can't wait to find out and share with our listeners. So I had a transaction with three young men. They were 24 and 25 years old, good friends. And they financed... 25-year-old friends? (laughs) No, actually, uh, one of them was a banker that uh, we were working with at um, uh, an institution that doesn't necessarily sponsor our podcast yet, but maybe they will. But anyway, he was just a friend that we met and they were looking for a house and I was happy to help them. So they were looking for a four bedroom house and so they could move out of the apartment that they were renting. Two of them were living together. One of them was not uh, living. One was living in a different apartment. So they wanted to move into this house, a house that had four bedrooms and then rent the fourth bedroom to another uh, person so that they would have four people paying. They would get rent from one of them. So that was their concept, which was fine. I was a little concerned about them moving in together, but they seemed fine with it and they wanted to do it. So we looked in Tampa. Uh, Most of the four bedroom houses in Tampa, uh, the fourth bedroom uh, that we saw was a converted garage. So that's a little awkward and it's not a great, usually steps down. It's kind of not the same level as the floor. So at any rate, we kept looking. Are they going to make that the fourth roommate room? <laughs> I can, maybe. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what they were going to do with that room, but it was usually weird. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but we came over to St. Pete and we happened to find a really nice renovated place over here that was a true four bedroom and um, had uh, two full baths and it was completely redone. Uh, and we got it in the mid fours. Um, and it was a flip also. Uh, but, but at any rate, I think the point that I wanted to talk about today is how smart it is for them to stop renting at the age of 24 or 25 and buy a house. I mean, if they meet somebody and they move out and go move in with them, you know, they'll still own a piece of this real estate and they will have built equity in it. And, you know, if they get married or find a partner or whatever, they move out, move to another place and the other two guys stay there. That's fine. I mean, but they've at least made the investment and not wasted that money on rent. And you know, I have so many questions. Okay. No, no. I mean, you know, I think that teaching young men and women about the real estate process is very rewarding. It's rewarding for me and knowing they will start building wealth at the age of 24 or 25 and how significantly it will affect their future is just one big win for everyone. I would agree. I think I I was 23 when I bought my first home. Congratulations. Yes. I was 32, just the opposite. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I wish I had done something sooner, but I didn't. Um, and but I mean, you have owned a lot of properties. I have. Yeah. Well, that's um, good. And rental property, beautiful homes that I lived in, and now I live in another beautiful home. Right. So, but home ownership, I agree, is one of the most rewarding financial investments that you can have. 
And I think going back to those young men with rising rents to gather together, you know, and do a project like that, I think was super wise on their part. For sure. I mean, they, they actually, and it, this is the first time I actually had sort of three parties as a buyer. Well, that's uh, where I, I'm like, oh, you're talking and I have all kinds of questions. <laughs> they did a 5% down conventional loan. I mean, I guess I knew you could put several people on a loan, but it's interesting that they don't have to have any type of familial relationship in order to do that. Right. They were tenants, joint tenants with the right of survivorship. That's a legal term. I think it's helpful. We probably won't get into that too much because it's not part of our licensure, but there are a number of different ways you can take title to the property so that if one person passes away, the rest of the people can stay. But it also delineates where the money from the proceeds of that sale go. And so you should get some legal advice if you... Yeah, they wanted to actually, after closing, get with a real estate attorney Mm -hmm. and create an LLC for the property which I think is fine. You know, there is a discussion about whether you should do that before you close so you don't have to pay doc stamps on the deed and record it again. But for them, they just wanted to get forward on buying the house. And I think that's fine. I mean, they'll figure out what the right arrangement is Mm -hmm. um, as they go forward. But, you know, the fact that they stepped out and did it and put the money together and between the three of them, they split the down payment, you know, it was five or $10,000 to put down on a $450,000 house. And, you know, they got a place to live. They own some property. Do we need to run a calculator on that number <laughs> for someone who's a math genius? <laughs> I mean, who's paying what? Well, it's a third, a third, a third. So it was no a- matter the route. There's a primary bedroom though. Yeah, they didn't get mixed up in that part of it, which I think is good. I mean, they just split thing a third, a third, a third. I mean, they weren't that worried about that, I don't think. I think one of them seemed uh, like he probably got the primary bedroom and the other two didn't really care. You know, we talked about the senior real estate specialist thing last week, mm-hmm. and that was fun. And we really enjoyed having Jill Hart here. But I was thinking, you know, after I did that transaction, I'm like, you know, here I am working with people who are retired in their 70s. And then the next week I'm working with people who are in their 20s. And, you know, it's great to have that mix of clients that you work with because it's it's just fun and it's completely different. But I, I do think with the young people, you're really teaching them that process, you know, well, what happens in the in the in the you know, they would call me with questions all the time, you know, like well, what happens in the inspection? Can we get out of this? And What's going to happen and when do we need to do this? And so there's just so much teaching and learning and educating that, you know, as a somebody in their early 20s, learning the process of buying real estate, I think is really valuable. Absolutely. You know, I had a list because, you know, I like my list. Yes. And how to buy a house in Florida is part of my list. And so it's really a simplified list if you're thinking of doing this and Um, I think there's a lot of different ways to go about it to encourage young people in your life, maybe your children or grandchildren, to um, enter into this and look at what that process looks like. Maybe you're in a position that you could help them out with the down payment or costs for closing. So I have a few things to talk about with that. For sure. That's, That's a great point. With Florida being one of the hottest housing markets in the country, taking advantage of that is important. And so in order to prepare for that, one of the first steps would be preparing your documentation, getting all your tax returns, income statements together, reviewing your credit score and history with a lender. So having them pull your credit. And then those people can also give you an estimate for how much money is needed for closing and an estimate for how much you can qualify to purchase. Mm -hmm. And 
that that would be the next step for buying. That process is called getting a pre-approval. I think it gives those clients the confidence to go out and look. Yes. And then hiring a real estate agent, someone who's experienced and can help you find, just like you said, I, I remember you were talking about those young gentlemen that you were looking in Tampa and most of the four bedroom homes had a converted garage. And it was great that you directed them to some other areas to consider to find it was a true four bedroom house that they bought, right? Right. Because the garages a lot of times had like seven foot ceilings and they were very awkward and I mean they just weren't in great condition either it was just a, a situation where I'm like these these really are not great and they would get it's funny because they would get excited about every single house we went to <laughs> I mean, they're like wow we could live here I mean so almost everyone we went to they were so excited about buying a house that they they thought every one of them was great I'm like even it, more <laughs> reason to have the, a, an experienced realtor helping you so you can right. look at the main things that are going to impact that actual buying process and the things that they did the the ones they didn't like I was like well this was not too bad really look at this piece of land <laughs> you know and they're like ah, you know so it was it was just funny to kind of walk them through it but um Condition was real important to them. And I think that's smart. I mean, because if you're really young and you're, you know, a professional, one of them was a medical salesperson and the other two worked in financial and banking. And so at that point, they, that we know of, they didn't have a lot of history um, in home renovation. Um, and so for them to buy something that was finished and updated was, was real important to them. And I think that was smart. I agree. If you don't have uh, resources of your own, there are a lot of products available in our market for first-time home buyers. There are grant programs available. If you're a first-time responder, I don't know if that's the first right responder. word. If yeah. you're a first responder, there's a hometown heroes program in which you can get up to twenty-five thousand dollars in down payment and closing cost help. Mm -hmm. um, the first-time home buyer grant for Florida residents is actual free money. Huh? There are several different programs, some of which are 0% interest, and they just have to be repaid when you sell the house. Mm -hmm. And there's others that are at a very low interest and can be a greater amount. So if you're not familiar with those programs, ask, because mm -hmm. there are a lot of opportunities in order to get out of your maybe high rent situation and become a homeowner. For sure. And, you know, the, what you, the point you brought up about parents stepping in or relatives stepping in, you know, giving a gift of maybe 10,000, something like that for a house, um, you know, for kids. I mean, it's just a, it's a great way to get your kids started on a path to successful financial health. And nothing better than real estate. That's right. When we talk about the market, we'll talk about how prices go up all the time, no matter what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always a good investment. And you can't say that in the equities market. Not right now, anyway. Well, cool. Well, I'm glad we got to talk about young people. We both really love to work with young people, and it's great to teach them the process, where the pitfalls are, how to get good value, how to buy a house that you can maintain um, in a neighborhood that's going to appreciate and that you're going to enjoy living in, one you can stay in for five years or 10 years or whatever, and, um, and start to build wealth. I mean, that's what's important in understanding the process, having someone walk you through the things that happen in a transaction. Absolutely. And if we can help, please give us a call. Yes. Our information is in the show notes below. All right. Well, that's been Real Property St. Pete's podcast for this week. Thank you, Julie Jones. Thank you, David Van. 